You're listening to Podcasting Made Simple, where we deliver weekly masterclass episodes that help podcast hosts and podcast guests elevate their podcasting game. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. In this short episode, I talk about the why behind the reason for podcasting, which was a presentation I shared live at the last PodPros quarterly event. For related resources, including the video version of this episode and links to attend next quarter's event, please visit podpros.com slash 198. And now, please enjoy today's short episode about why we all podcast. Over summer, I had the opportunity to speak at a podcasting conference in Dallas, Texas. And while I was there, although it was a great conference, had a blast, got to see a lot of people that I really enjoy in the podcasting space, I had something that was bothering me the entire time I was there. And it was because of conversations that were happening, the conversations seemed to always go in a direction that I didn't necessarily agree with or think that they should go in. And it's not against anything against any people that were there or the conversations or the conference or anything like that. There was just something that was continuously bothering me. And I, I didn't say anything about it at first. And, and then finally, I was at a party and had a couple drinks. And that's when we get our courage, right? And I actually finally stood up and said what was bothering me to a group of people I was around. I said, you know what? I've been listening to conversations this entire event, and I consistently am hearing about downloads, about new tech, about ways to streamline, about ways to do this and that and this and like all the different things, uh, way to get more exposure, way to, to do the whole thing faster, right? Like, and these things are all great, but at the end of the day, they're not the most important element of podcasting on either side of the mic. The most important thing is impacting the lives of listeners. And I realized that I just wasn't hearing anything about the listeners. Or that it was all about the downloads, which I think dehumanizes the person who actually hears the podcast when we refer to them as a download. No, it's a listener. It's somebody who's hearing the conversations that you're having in the interviews. And when I stood up and said that, I just people kind of got quiet. They were like, huh, good point, right? Like, we're not really talking about this. And I think that it's so important that we make sure that we are podcasting for humans, not for robots, because there's a lot of bots out there that scrape everything and even listen to podcasts these days, right? But like, are we really doing what we're doing for humans? And that's what I want to talk about today in our big reminder as to like why we are podcasting on either side of the mic. If I don't know you, my name is Alex Sanfilippo, and I'm excited to dive into some things I've learned. I went into the data to find out more about listeners. And whether you're a guest or a host, this is going to be extremely important for you. Now, I want to share it with you real quick. Uh, this is data that I pulled from some very credible sources, Buzzsprout, Edison Research, DiscoverPod, the podcast host, Refonic, and a handful of others. And I actually did my best to validate those things. I'm not going to share all those resources as I'm talking because that makes it really boring. I don't want to turn this into um, some sort of journalism piece. Not that there's anything against that. This is just the wrong place. But when you go to the actual, if you want more information, you can reach out to me or go to the blog post version of this. It'll be written and it'll have links to resources and stuff like that. But during the talk, I'm not necessarily going to share that. Anyway, so before I jump into this, again, I want to talk about how we can make sure that we're podcasting for listeners, for humans instead of for robots, right? And I want to, I was thinking about like the future of podcast listenership. And so what I really want to talk about is who's going to be listening to podcasts in the upcoming year and far beyond that. Like who is listening to podcasts? What are the type of people that are getting involved in this? And again, as a guest or host, this is going to be extremely important for you. So before I jump into that though, I do want to share that podcasting from a show perspective is not growing right now. And we're actually in month 20 as I'm recording this, 20 months in a row that podcasting has not seen an increase in the number of active shows that are going on. As a matter of fact, it's actually decreased by over 100,000 shows, less now than we had 20 months ago. And yes, there are 
2.6 million podcasts on Apple and 5.6 million or something like that on Spotify and people are showing how many shows there are. But at the end of the day, there are less than 400,000 active podcasts. And out of those 400,000 that are active, 90% of them will stop within the next 365 days. Now you're like, well, hold on. There's only going to be, uh, there's only going to be 40,000 podcasts or something like that, right? That's not what I'm saying. Cause every day there's new shows starting and every day there's new shows stopping. So the ones that are active will consistently about, about say the same number. As a matter of fact, I still think it'll decrease for the foreseeable future because podcasting is difficult. And when you get into it thinking about how do I get more downloads? How do I streamline? How do I do this? How do I do that? All those are all great things. If we don't have a solid why, a reason for doing podcasting, then those things will not sustain us and eventually will stop. And so my reminder to you was once again, sit down, think about why you're really doing this, create a very purposeful why, like a reason for it, not to get rich, not to get famous. It's got to be about the listener. Whose life are you trying to impact? And how is their life going to change by hearing your message that you have? When you really get that why right and put it right here next to your screen, right? Like tape it to your computer, do whatever you've got to do and make sure you revisit that. And remember like, hey, it's tough. I'm trying to streamline the show. I am trying to get more downloads. But at the end of the day, I got to remember this one person who I'm showing up for. When you get your why right, I'm telling you, podcasting is really worthwhile, and you won't be one of the 90% of the 400,000 shows that stop. And so what I'm going to talk about is some things that today that are more about the listener, but I want to make sure we get that right, that we want to make sure that we are looking at podcasting as a way that, hey, we're not going to stop. We're going to keep on going because we understand the why behind it. Don't be part of the 90% that stop. So, and again, I think it's really important. I've done some previous talks about that that you can look up uh, about how to like, as a guest, how to identify the shows that are going to stop and the shows that are going to make it. So the, the, the benefit I'm going to give you there, so like I can't just give you negative news, right? So before I move on, I want to share that podcast listenership is growing at a more rapid rate than it ever has before. So right now, there are in the United States alone, there's over 100 million people who now listen to podcasts. I think it's getting close to 400 million world or 400 bi- billion, right? No, 400 million. 400 billion is too many. 400 million worldwide. If there's 400 billion people listening, I'm doing something wrong. Um, anyway, so the 400 million people is what we're looking at worldwide going into this coming year, and that's estimated to just continue to climb. So the opportunity in podcasting either side of the mic is climbing at the more rapid rate than ever has before because there's not more shows happening. So instead of like spreading the audience thin, we're getting a bigger audience and having less shows. That is a really amazing place to be, I think, as long as we're one of them that makes it. So today what I want to do is focus on the perspective of listeners. And I want to talk about a few different things. And this is what I've got written down. I'm going to talk about a few different elements though. The first thing I'm going to talk about is the top three reasons that people start listening to podcasts. The next thing we talk about is the top three reasons that people stop listening to podcasts. And the last thing is that the top three ways that people discover podcasts. And again, if we have this listener in mind, these are really important elements. So again, I'm going to be talking about who's listening to podcasts this year and into the future. And the first thing I'm going to start with is the section talking about who, why people start listening to podcasts, like how, they, how they're finding them, like what they say makes them decide to listen to a show. So I'll start with number three. I'll work my way down. See, the top three reasons based on all the data I could find around this, pretty conclusive. Number three, the third most common reason people start listening to podcasts is to spark their creativity, to jumpstart their creative thinking, to get out of a creative funk, to basically just stretch their creativity. So they want to listen to something that's going to help them get out of this groove or get into a bigger groove or really like figure out how to be more creative in their craft. And I think that's a really cool thing. So think about that. If somebody's listening to you, can their creativity get sparked by hearing what you have to say? And if you're the host, can you bring that out of your guest? If you're the guest, can you deliver that to the actual listener? So keep that in mind. The third thing is, is stretching that creativity. Number two, the second top reason why people start listening to podcasts is they want to feel connected to a community. 
there's someone that's, that's passionate like they are, that's like-minded. They want to have that group. And here's, here's why this is important, that you niche down your podcast, because people are looking for a community that they're passion, they have like the same passion for, right? Like something that's really common. And if it's really broad, that's not really going to deliver on that passion they're looking for. It's not going to hit the mark for them. So when you have a really niche show, they can find that community, they can find that tribe to be part of because they want to feel connected to it. And again, if it's really broad, they can just go outside and talk to their neighbor and they have it, right? But if it's really narrow niche and focused, they might be like, you know what? I don't think there's anyone in my city who feels the way I do, but there's this podcast and there's 5,000 of us who listen to it around the world, and we are that connected community. That's the second most common people start listening to podcasts is to find that community, that area of passion, that like-minded tribe to be part of. And now the number one reason that people start listening to podcasts, and this one is the overwhelming uh, winner here. It's actually that people want to start by to listen. They start listening because they want to find something new. They want to learn something new. It's an area of passion, something they're really interested in. And it's actually, I looked at the data, 74% of people polled, and I don't know how many people were in the poll, but over 1,000 were polled to ask why they start listening to a podcast, and it's specifically to learn something new. And the rest, there's also like a caveat here. It's also people who want to have some enjoyment or entertainment in their lives around the promise that they look to get delivered on, which means, again, their area of passion, what they're looking for, and they want to deliver on that. And this is also the number one reason people stop listening to podcasts. I'll get into that in a minute. But we have to make sure that we are podcasting in a way that when people listen, they feel like they can actually learn something, right? So you think about your conversations. If you're the host, are you delivering material in a way that somebody listening says, wow, this, this host did such a good job interviewing this guest, and I feel like I learned something from them. And if you're the guest, are you actually delivering something that people can learn and apply? Or is it just a giant call to action to go check out your product or service? Like, what is it? Or is it just stories that don't necessarily add any value to somebody's life? Like, what is it that you're sharing? So remember, you've got to find that. And if the people that are looking to learn something new or even entertainment or just enjoyment, they have something in mind and you have to deliver on that promise. And you have to make sure that you're actually taking people further. People's lives should be somewhat transformed by the time they started listening to your podcast to when they finished it. So they should be a different person on the one side or the other. And that might sound a little extreme, but make sure that you're doing your best to really fill in those gaps for people and help them learn. Because again, 74% of people start listening to a show because they want to learn something new. All right, moving on now. I'm going to get into the top three reasons that people stop listening to podcasts. So we talked about how, why they start. Here's the top three reasons they, they uh, actually stop listening. I'll start with number three. Again, I'll work my way down to the most common one. Number three is they are looking at, they look at episode releases and it's inconsistent. But not just episode releases. That's what I used to think. But it's not just inconsistent episode releases. If you say, hey, we'll be back next week with another episode, and it's a month and a half before another one comes out, right? That's, that's really going to hurt you. Uh, you have to be upfront and truthful with your audience. But not only that, it's inconsistent content that delivers on the niche or focus of the show. And this takes it to a next level. So even if you're releasing a podcast episode every week, if it's not what the listener showed up for, then they're going to leave because it feels inconsistent to them as well. So if you have a show about, let's just use the example, I live in Jacksonville, Florida, near the beach. So let's just talk about like a surfing podcast. And then you have like three episodes about marketing and something about social media, right? Like those kind of go off the topic that they're looking for. So to them, it feels inconsistently deliverable on what you said it would deliver for them, right? So like that's something we'd really like to think about is that maybe we're not delivering on the promise that we have. And that's the same thing as inconsistent content. So make sure that you look at that. And uh, for, for a guest, before you jump on a podcast, look at it and see if it's consistently staying focused on what it's supposed to deliver on. If it's just kind of all over the place, any random episode where the host like, that sounds cool. That sounds fun. That sounds fun, right? Make sure it's delivering on a specific promise and following all the way through. 
Okay, number two, the second most common reason that people stop listening to podcasts is episodes are too long, the hosts and guests are boring or have irrelevant chat throughout, or they reference a live audience. So this is a lot here. It's kind of like all things all encompassing. So first off, episodes are too long. And usually that's because of an irrelevant conversation that's happening or referencing a live audience. We have moved to a video first concept when it comes to even podcasting, right? Like we want to share it on YouTube and share some clips and stuff like that. And that's great. But you always have to have audio first consumption in mind. And the reason I say this is because people want to listen to podcasts. That's the point of it. They want to be cleaning, cooking, working out, driving while they're doing this, right? And having it optimized for video is great, but we have to think audio first. And here's why. Here's what I mean by that. I can't be like, hey, Mr. Guest or Mrs. Guest, I really love that shirt. What's going on in the background there? Well, yeah, that looks really cool. That looks interesting. And oh, we got this great chat going on down here. Like, look at this like live feed of the chat. If I'm listening to this later, I'm completely out of the loop. I feel left out. I don't feel like I'm part of something because you're referencing everything that's happening live. You're saying like, check out, how cool is this? Even now, somebody listening is like, what did Alex just, what was he, ta- what's cool? What is he talking about, right? And you don't want to do that because then you exclude your audio, the, the audio audience. And that's a real problem. So you want to make sure that you're first and foremost, not ex- like getting rid of them on that front. You want to keep the conversation relevant, you want to keep it on point. People think podcasts because they're too long. Actually, there's a poll done. It's over 55% of people who listen to podcasts say that they're too long. You're going to lose audience by that. Keep it more concise. Keep it more condensed and make sure it's all led to adding value. There's a lot of uh, data that shows, and I'll just kind of share this here, that podcast episodes should be released weekly. That's how you're going to grow the most or more weekly or more, but I don't recommend doing more than once a week if, unless you just know you can. And the second thing is the episode should be between 20 and 40 minutes. And that's the idea. Now, granted, if you have like a deep dive into some somebody's like traumatic life history or something like that, like, and it needs to be an hour and a half, go for it. Like do it for as long as it's good. And that's why I always say podcast episodes should be as long as they're good, but you want to keep it somewhat consistent. You don't want an episode that's 20 minutes one week and then 55 minutes the next week and then two hours and then 15 minutes. Keep it as close as you possibly can. That's really going to help out. So make sure that again, you are delivering on the promise that you're making and don't have all that irrelevant chat. Again, if you're talking to somebody about surfing, don't ask them about where they went to school and stuff for 20 minutes, right? Just get straight into what people are looking for because that's what the listener wants. They want you to deliver on the promise you made to them. And I've kind of hinted this all along. The number one people stop listening to podcasts is not delivering on the promise. Now, what that means, it means in the show title, the show description, the episode title, and the episode description, and the introduction of each episode. So if you're saying this podcast is going to help you drive your business forward, and it's like the Business Forward podcast, and then you talk about surfing, right? Like to flip that whole thing there. That's not going to help anybody go further. That doesn't actually deliver on the promise that you made. If somebody's listening like, ooh, this show is about about creating a business that's going to thrive. The description said that the episode's about this specifically. They listen. The introduction, like it ramps up that promise even further than they listen. Like, I don't feel like I learned anything about business today. That is the number one people stop listening. That's the number one reason people are saying I'm out. They're going to go find another podcast that delivers on the promise they made. So here's the thing. The key to all success in podcasting is to stay consistent, focused, keep it as short as you can, and deliver on the promise you made. Because here's the thing. No one's going to get offended when they said, this episode was about this, and I learned that. They're going to stay with you because they feel like, you know what, this is actually delivering the promise it made. So if you're a podcast, if you're a, a guest on a podcast, Listen to an episode or two before you get on it. I always recommend that. But see and ask yourself, does this deliver on the promise that was made? And if not, then it might not be a good show to be on. But host, we need to make sure we get really good at this. All right, now we're moving on to the top three ways that people discover podcasts. I know everyone's excited for this one, of course. Uh, Number three, I'll work my way down the list again. Number three is host recommendations on other podcasts. 
And this is why I always say that podcast hosts should also be podcast guests. Because if you talk about your show on another show, a listener might say, ooh, I want to listen to that show as well because it sounds very interesting. I got to know the host a little bit, right? And here's the thing. The average podcast listener listens to seven different shows. They listen to seven shows. Yours should be one of them. And if there's one thing we know to be completely true about podcast listeners, it's that they listen to podcasts, right? <laughs> they are listening to podcasts. So there's no reason that your show can't be one of those seven. And the best way to do that is to get on other shows or have the host talk about your show. And you mentioned that you'll talk about theirs. These type of things are really going to help it grow. So you want to make sure that if you want your show to be discovered, start getting on some other podcasts as well. And I think that that'll really help a lot. Number two, recommendations from friends and family. And I think that this one is really easy. You want your show to be shareable. Again, you got to deliver on the promise. If it delivers on the promise, someone doesn't feel bad about sharing it, right? They, they're, they're excited to share it. And here's a little hack that I did with one of my old shows that grew up by 20%. I had plateaued and it was already a really big show. So I'm thankful for the, the audience. Like it was okay that it kind of plateaued, but I did this one little thing and it increased by 20% almost overnight. I added a mid roll. So it just means like a little ad space in the middle. It wasn't an ad, just a little something of me talking saying, Hey, if you're enjoying this episode, I want you to think of the one person in your life that you know who would benefit from hearing this as well. And then would you please share it to them? Add an encouraging message to make sure they're having a great day. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you spreading the love and sharing this episode. I know it's going to add value to people's lives. That was it. I probably said a little smoother than that, right? Like even, even a little tighter. But overnight, people were like, oh, shoot, I, my, my cousin needs this. My friend needs this. Oh, someone at work needs this. And they started sharing it. You want to encourage people to do that because that is the number two way, again, that podcasts are getting discovered right now from friends and family. So make sure that you have something like that. It's a fun little hack there for podcast host. And the number one reason, this is number one way, sorry, the number one way that podcasts are discovered by people right now, by listeners that are looking for podcasts, is searching on the internet. Not in the podcast apps yet. I believe that Apple and Spotify specifically are starting to get there, but it's not quite there. And this is why I say that every podcast host needs their own website as well. It's going to help with the discoverability. If your show starts ranking, if you actually are building individual like blog posts for each episode, adding a transcript, this is where we kind of get into podcasting for robots instead of humans, right? But as that ranks higher and further, it makes it easier for listeners to actually share it. And you want to have something that's really shareable because the most common thing I get when I ask someone, hey, can you share me a link, uh, share a link with me to your web, to your podcast? They send me an Apple link or a Spotify link. If I don't have Apple or Spotify, let's just imagine I'm in that boat. I now can't listen to that. I'm like, cool, can't really check it out because I don't have that. You want to have a hub that you can send people to say, yeah, here's my website. And on it, it's got the title, the description, a little bit more about it, and then a link to anywhere you could possibly want to li- listen so that it will actually work on your device, wherever you're listening. So important that we get this right. And I want to mention one more thing on this point because uh, we went through those three things, right? Like host recommendations friends and uh, family recommending the podcast and then searching on the internet, not on the podcast apps. But notice social media wasn't on that list. It is number four, but it's barely even close to those. So keep that in mind. People that are on social media are not necessarily looking for podcasts. And that makes sense, right? People are doing that while they're sitting around like bored. Like they don't want to listen to podcasts. They want to scroll through. So keep in mind that most people are not discovering podcasts through any form of social media. It's those other three things. And we want to get this right. Okay, before I close out here today, I want to have a call to action for podcast guests and for podcast hosts. And this is how we make sure we're podcasting for humans, not for robots. This is how we're going to make sure we engage with the 2023 and beyond listener, right? Like we want to, the future of all listenership. The first thing I'm going to talk to is the actual host side thing. So if you're a podcast host, here is my one call to action for you talk to your listeners. Talk to your listeners. You might say, well, Alex, that sounds great, but I don't really know who's listening. You can figure that out. Anybody who reaches out to you via text, via email, 
even just liking something on your social media, find a way to contact them and say, hey, saw you like this. If you listen, I'd love 10 minutes of your time. Can we just get on a video conference call real quick? If you can get that opportunity to talk to your listeners and try to do this as often as you can, this is really going to help your show a lot. And here's why. I want you to ask five questions when you do this. So podcast hosts be asking these questions. Number one, how did you find out about the show? And you should be logging all this, by the way. Get an Excel spreadsheet out and, and start logging all the answers to see when you can find common trends among your, your actual listeners that are telling you this. So number one is how did you find out about the show? Number two is what's your favorite part about it? Number three, what, what's your favorite episode? Do you have a favorite episode? Number four, what's one thing that we could do to make the show even better for future listeners? It's a great question to ask. They might have some really good insights and you took yourself out of the equation with that one. So make sure you word it that way as well. And number five, what are you struggling with right now? Here's why these are important because you keep that spreadsheet, right? And eventually you might talk to 10, 20 people and realize, hey, every single one of them said the same thing that they're struggling with. Guess what? Now your podcast isn't just a podcast, it's a business. You can go find an advertiser that works in that space and create a product or service and say, hey, I've got a majority of my listeners struggle with the same thing that you're solving. Make me an affiliate or make me a partner and let's get this thing moving. Or say, I'm going to create my own product or service. That's how we actually created PodPros. Like the organization came from that type of feedback. So make sure you're going through asking these questions. If you need to, go back and, and, and listen to this or watch this again and make sure that you ask those five questions. But the most important thing, again, my call to action for podcast host is to talk to your listeners, actually get in conversation with them because you'll learn a lot about how to grow your show by doing that. Okay, and now my number one suggestion, call to action for podcast guests. And again, this time make sure that you're being a guest for humans, not for robots, that you're, you're showing up the right way. I want you to ask yourself these three questions before you go on a show. Number one, is this a good podcast? Meaning, would I listen to this podcast if I wasn't going to go on it? And the only way you can answer that is by being like going back and listening to some of their backlog, some of their podcast episodes. Is this a good podcast? If the answer is no, you probably shouldn't be on it because it means other people probably feel that way, right? Unless you say this show has potential. I'm going to make it better by being a good guest. The next thing here is, does the show deliver on the promise it makes in the title and description of the show and the episode? So while you're listening, also look and be like, you know what? This set was about becoming a better surfer. They didn't talk about that once. They talked about college. They talked about this and the parties. You want to make sure you're listening. If it's not delivering the promise, that's why people stop listening to shows, right? So keep that in mind as well. And the last thing is, this, is this podcast discoverable? Meaning go see if you like open an incognito window on your browser so it doesn't remember like your cookies and stuff like that, right? And say, try to find the podcast, like type in some episode titles that you know exist, type in the title of the show. Can you actually find it if you're looking for it? If you can't find it and they haven't, the, the host themselves hasn't put any effort into making the show discoverable, you might podcast and no one ever find it or hear it. Now, again, if this show has potential and they're saying, we're building the website for it, we're doing this, we're working on our distribution, then by all means, be on it. Give them the chance. I think that's such an important thing to do. And eventually people will find it. But if they're just like, eh, we're just kind of doing it here. It's on Spotify and that's fine. Then maybe it's never going to get discovered. It might not be worth being on. So again, go back and listen to that if you're a podcast guest. Listen to those things and make sure that you, you actually take that very seriously because it'll help you determine the right type of shows to be on. So anyway, this was a long, like probably the longest um, why we podcast episode I've ever given, but I think it's so, so important we make sure that we are podcasting for listeners instead of for robots. And I'll make sure that we do this really right. And this is the future of podcast listeners. All these stats and information I gave you, there's data to back all this up showing that this is the trend that we're seeing more and more. And if you want to be a great podcast guest or host, I hope that you really take this seriously. And at the end of the day, I believe it's all about impacting that one life, right? If the right person's listening and you do something to help them, then the whole thing is worthwhile. So I hope this inspires you to really think about the listeners in the future of podcasting. And I hope this really added just a lot of value to your life and your craft as a podcaster. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcasting Made Simple. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please share a screenshot or picture of yourself listening to it on social media. Be sure to tag us so we can follow you and also reshare it. Additionally, if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this as well, please send it their way. For show notes and resources from this episode, please visit podpros.com slash 198. Thank you again for listening and I'm looking forward to bringing you another masterclass episode next week.